Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Alright, what up everybody? Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. <laughs> I haven't seen this many titties since R. Kelly's last party. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So welcome everybody to podcast number 94. And uh, I'm your host Steven over there in... Uh, uh, is the Venus flytrap of the Lazy Geeks. Fuck. <laughs> that, is that a compliment? That's a compliment, yeah. Okay, alright. Yeah. 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 You, you, you ever see WKRP? Mm-mm. Oh, man. Yeah, he was the guy. He was the, the late at night slow jam. You know, burn the fucking incense in the fucking uh, recording booth and shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, that's me all the time. I don't have to be on the fucking radio for that. <laughs> yeah, when you go into work, it's a little creepy, though. You know, customers walking up to you, and it's like all the lights suddenly dim and shit, and all these candles are up. I'm holding the holding the glass of wine. You know, <laughs> I'm like, what kind of computer you looking for, baby? <laughs> oh yeah. And then the, oh yeah. <laughs> then you hear the boom, and that's the panties dropping. That's right. <laughs> I ain't even talking for that. <laughs> Uh well speaking of panty dropping, Boop. so uh, that was uh, so I decided to check out Project X over the weekend and like literally like just after I finished and told Adam, yo man, Project X was pretty funny. Next thing I know, he's <laughs> he's fucking messaging me saying I he's watching it right now. Right, that was funny. I took that I took that advice. <laughs> I uh, it got, it's it's one of those movies. I mean, it's not going to be on like AF, you know, the American Film Institute's top 100 greatest comedies of all time, but it's going to get some Oscar nods. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it was fun. A lot of high school fun. I mean, you you had to recognize some of those people. Oh yeah. You know, you, either in yourself or growing up with some of them. You know, I mean, you had the you know they, they were they were losers. They wanted to just basically. Get known for something. So senior year, they wanted you know go out go out on top, and you had uh, 
the one dude who the well whose birthday it was. Then you had that East Coast dude. Was he from Brooklyn or from Queens? Oh, Queens. Yeah, not the same difference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live there, so I don't know. Drastically different. Drastically different. <laughs> uh, and uh, then, of course, you had the uh, JB. The <laughs> I'm sorry, I bought you a bra for your birthday. Yeah. That was fucked up. But, uh, oh my god. That school has, like, the hottest chicks in the world. I know. It's a, <laughs> it's always like that. Yeah. It's like, here's a... Here's a, uh, here's a fucking movie about high school. With a bunch of supermodels in their twenties. Yeah. <laughs> and what was that? I had um that the main chick. Oh my god. Oh Alexis, Alexis. Because I did the I uh at the time of this podcast, you'd be able to read my review of Project X, and it was that her her, her real name. It's actually her name and her screen name is the same. It's Alexis. Yeah, her last name is Nap K N A P P. I suggest oh. you in a photo search. Um, if you're a lady, maybe not. You know, but... and, and and she graces the the male audience with the breastesses. That was cool. But yeah. even then, I think her sexiest scene was the uh, was the shot. Oh when yeah, she did the shot. I think I think she was just she was ridiculously hot. Like it was silly, really. <laughs> you're you're thinking maybe some CGI was in there. <laughs> you're like maybe. Same. You know. ILM did the same shit they did with Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> they made her. ILM was all over that shit. Well, yeah. it's, isn't it always funny though? Like you see these movies like that, and like uh, Super Bad, and all that, and you have like the world's dorkiest guys, you know, just complete. And you're like going, "Oh yeah, those guys are nerds or they're darts or whatever." But they every like, even if they have like a girl that talks to them, a friend, is always ridiculously hot. Yeah. Even even the chick that was the friend, you know, the the friend was was banging too. Yeah. Like she was ridiculous. And you're like, what? <laughs> no, that that whole movie, like literally, it shocked me how far it went. Yeah, like how big that potty got, and it was, it was like a, the first half of the movie. If you had an okay time in high school, you kind of like, yeah, I've been to a gig like that. Man. I've been to a couple parties like that, you know. But then it starts getting into, holy shit, <laughs> I've never been anywhere like that. Like it just got crazy. That fire, you know, the yeah. <laughs> and the freaking uh, uh, forest fire, fucking helicopters dropping water and shit. This is all supposed to be in North Pasadena, which I think there's just really Pasadena. There's no nothing really north about it. Um, and then at the beginning of the movie, there's a disclaimer that says, um, "Whoever made the movie, I can't remember, wanted to apologize for Pasadena." To Pasadena. <laughs> It was funny. Well, I mean, Todd Phillips, the guy that directed and wrote the Hangover movies, he produced it. Yeah. And uh, so... You, it definitely has that Hangover feel. Yeah. It. To me, it was the Hangover for high school movies. And you know what? It's one of those movies, just like the Hangover, the the one-liners, man. Oh, yeah. It's just so funny. And friggin', there's this one part, and I was I telling you... some water in your sperm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pool guy's gonna come and say, "I'm sorry, I found some water in your semen." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" And then uh, there's this the guy from Queens is so funny, <laughs> and he goes, uh, he's walking around and he's telling people about the potty, like you know, you got a word of mouth, you got to tell people to get to this potty. So <laughs> he goes, um, 
he's just passing. He passes a group of girls and he goes, "Ladies, eight o'clock. Wear something tight." <laughs> and then he looks up. He's walking through and he looks up. And you got to see him do it because he's just walking with ultimate confidence. He doesn't give a fuck. He walks up. He sees two two black chicks and things. He goes, "Hey, sisters, Cubs house, eight o'clock." <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Come get some of this white chocolate." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh my god! Well, like, uh, yeah. Well, he put up an ad on Craigslist for the party, and I'm like, "What?" My my dad met my stepmom on Craigslist. <laughs> I mean, he just had some like ridiculous shit. The 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 one the two funny cats were the um the security guards, the twelve year old security guards. <laughs> They're yeah. like ultra military. Ultra, hmm, the, the, we've lost control. <laughs> we've lost control. Oh man, this shit was hilarious. Oh, what was it when uh, he was videotaping um, Thomas and that Alexis chick in the bedroom? And he's like, "Do you need some help with that?" But <laughs> she's putting her bra back on, and she's like, "You little shit!" <laughs> she goes running out and beats the shit out of him. <laughs> uh, Oh man, but that it's it's definitely a movie if you just want to chill, kill some brain cells, you want something kind of like The Hangover, that's that's it. I mean, oh my god, just uh and then just the amount of just like topless girl. Like you you're sitting there going, "Damn." And at the same time you're like, "These supposed to be high school chicks?" Yeah, but they're seniors. Yeah, they're seniors. So they're like 18, you know, we're pushing yeah. that 18. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But like, oh my god, the bouncy house. Yeah, that's honestly. If you're gonna, I'm gonna put this out now. If you're <laughs> gonna have a party, it needs a bouncy house. It does because that was the smartest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I know you're like that's fucking genius. <laughs> you know, bouncy house, and that dog, dude. I know. Oh man, the 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 little person, the midget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he comes out of the. He gets. He's starts being a dick, and like. These group of, uh, I don't know if they were jocks or something like that. They throw him in the fucking oven. And then when they find out, the, the, the kids that are throwing the party find out that this uh, this little person is in the oven. They open up and he just starts socking dudes in the Literally, he's just socking dudes in the dick. And it's, it's mini me. It's it, mini me, by the way. It, it's any guy. I mean, that one dude, like he's walking in the hallway, just sees a guy just go whack. Right, he had like an ultimate little man complex. Like he was just fucking. He had to prove to everybody he wasn't going to take some shit. Oh my god! Of course, I'd be pretty mad too if I got put in an oven. <laughs> but just I love. I loved it when I kick her. Okay, so I hear a rumor. You guys got hit in the nuts by a by a midget. <laughs> Tell me that's true. Tell me that. Tell me that's true. Tell me that's true. <laughs> so funny. Uh, it was funny too because they started looking really fucked up towards the end of that movie. Like they were just like their whole they're just covered in sweat. Yeah. Their clothes are dirty. Like they look like they've been through a war. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, it was funny, but yeah, if you guys are just definitely into some mindless fun, that's a lot. That's definitely something to check out. I think it's actually on cable now too. So hey, just check it out. Don't watch the censored version. You got to watch that uncut bit yeah. though, because that. Oh my god! <laughs> You'll thank us later. Just just leave comments under the podcast. And just go thank you, and we'll know what you're referring to. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, you now I don't know if you heard about that, but you didn't know about the uh, Marvel's already kind of phase doing up a phase three. 
I knew about it, but I didn't know what Phase Three meant. <laughs> like I knew, I knew the making the the Ant Man bit, and, and then making the uh, Doctor Strange, which I'm very excited to see what they do with that. Ant Man, I'm kind of on the fence. I don't fucking. I mean, Edgar Wright. I mean, he Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. He's doing it, so it could be it could be pretty interesting. But uh, but remember, yeah. this is full rumor, so take this with a grain of salt because this could definitely change. So according to some websites, uh, Marvel is supposed to be deep into going into Phase Three, since they're already doing Phase Two right now, which makes sense because you want to set keep setting things up like they did at the end of the Avengers. They started setting up Thanos, and um, so the end of Avengers Two is supposed to have Hulk being banished from Earth. And could, will lead to the in, individual Hulk movie, which would focus on Planet Hulk. Then, when after he does his solo movie, then he co- returns to Earth, which will lead into World War Hulk, seeks revenge for the ones that banished him. Yeah. So, because in the comic there was like, I th- wasn't it Sorry. like, bless you, wasn't it like the Illuminati? I think got banished him from Earth or something like that for causing too much shit. No, the fucking Avengers did. Oh, that's right. That's right. The right Avengers. The yeah. whole group, like everybody, got together and said, "You're too much. You yeah. gotta fucking go." And they <laughs> launched his ass into space. It was mostly, um, Mister Fantastic, Mister Fantastic, and I think Iron Man helped. Like they both got together and and devised a plan. I didn't read it. Um, they devised a plan to fucking launch that bastard into space. And at this point, by the way, just to fill in some people that don't read the book too much, Hulk speaks like a very intelligent person. He's always Hulk. Yeah. Like that's the that's the Hulk we're dealing with now, but he's a fucking he's still an angry bastard. He just he's just intelligent. Um, I I don't know. I'm a little skittish. Um, since I I mean I'm Marvel was always has always been skittish about doing another Hulk movie since the last Hulk movie didn't do was probably the one that didn't perform as well as all the other ones as all the other. Yeah, but it still performed well. It still performed, but it so it, for me it would be weird that. You know, everybody suddenly, you know, uh, they, you had, of course, the Angley one, and then you had the Ed Norton's version, and then everybody was like, eh. and then Mark Ruffalo comes out and, and does Hulk, and suddenly everybody's all up on Hulk now. Everybody's like, oh, I gotta do a Hulk movie, oh, you know. Because Mark Ru- Ruffalo killed it. I mean, let, let's be honest, he was a damn good Bruce Banner. Yeah, I, and, you know, just seeing him, and, and I think, too, what really was cool about his performance was, how he always mentioned the other guy, you know, he never really, you know, and you know, he, he, he was, it was a, it was his, you know, it was that, just that cross to bear. But, um, yeah, you know, I mean, it could be, um, you know, the, it'd be weird that Marvel would start to do a whole kind of story arc with that character as part of being phase three, but with Dr. Strange and stuff like that, it's possible. You could be using that, yeah. using, using that for, um, for uh, Phase Three, so can we not put Howard the Duck in one of these movies? He is in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> come on, oh, come on, Marvel Universe, but you know, come on, come on, <laughs> make it happen, all right? <laughs> Do it for the fans. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, me, because I'm the only one really asking. I'm the only one who remembers who Howard the Duck is. I'm sure there's other people beyond, beyond just the movie. Beyond. Howard the Duck, yeah, well, the movie, whatever, uh, on, Howard the Duck in the comic was pretty dope. Like, he was, he was kind of a hot ass, like, he was, he was a pimp all the time. He's always with a chick. That's true. You know, 
Nothing wrong with that. Smoking cigars and shit. But see, Marvel won't do that. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, because, you know, we got to. God forbid. Yeah. God forbid you have anybody smoking. Like, like Tony Stark won't, you know, be drinking too much, you know. Won't be an alcoholic. Yeah. But he drink- Tony, Tony Stark can, can blow a, like, nuclear bomb into someone's face, but he won't smoke a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He won't be an alcoholic, because, you know. But he'll go ahead and, you know you know, blow up, um, basically annihilate a race of, uh, of beings with a nuclear warhead. But, you know, he won't be an alcoholic. No. No, no, God forbid. <laughs> um, f- so for you Comic-Con fans, Comic-Con tickets go on sale this coming weekend, February 16th. That's a Saturday, 9 p.m. Pacific. That's uh, 12 o'clock or noon for those of you on the East Coast. Um, again, you guys will need to have the Comic-Con ID. And those bad boys, um, you won't be able to register for a badge after the 12th. So you need Damn. yeah, so you need to have it registered by the 12th in order to... Get your shit together! Exactly. Don't be the dude on the 14th going, Oh, I gotta get the ticket. What? What the... <laughs> no shit, this is bullshit! I'm fucking suing! <laughs> Why don't they let the fans that really want to go? Well, if you really want to go, you'd have your shit done early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, if you there are some rules to this one. If you actually purchase tickets, like pre-registered, and you actually bought tickets um, through the pre-register route, you are ineligible to buy tickets this time since you already had your own. And to be honest, it's probably the best thing that, uh, that the organizers of Comic-Con could do. Yeah, you had your chance. You know what I mean? Like... You, get, you don't get first pick both times. Right. You don't get to, oh, well, I got my tickets, but I want to get, I want to hook up a homie. No, your homie can hook himself up. <laughs> you know, it's the same difference. But that's the thing is. So, um, it, and to be honest, you know, I think that's the only way you're going to be somewhat fair. But if you don't get a ticket, you're still going to say it's unfair because, well, they let people that really want to go, well, motherfucker, they all got tickets. <laughs> You know, that's pretty much what it comes down to. There's going to be more people that want to go, and, you know, it's just not going to have enough tickets. You know, get your shitter. Yeah. Follow the rules. Don't think, like, I don't need to do this shit. No, do it. Because, you know, your ass will be bitching out later on. Who the fuck, man? They're hitting refresh. They kept telling you right there, don't hit refresh. <laughs> people are stupid. They don't read instructions, and then when they fuck it up... I'm going to blame somebody. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Sounds like Mac Mac people. Ooh, you better watch yourself. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Well, it's like, boop, boop. It's like, it's like, you know, I go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just download the Skype app on your phone because she has the iPhone and I have uh, the S3. And I go, we can Skype. And she goes, no, you need to get an iPhone. We can do FaceTime. And I go, yeah, that's not happening. Well, and- the thing is, is like, why? Who gives a fuck? FaceTime is not as good as Skype. Yeah. It doesn't have as many features as Skype. And even if it did, it's the same shit. Yeah. Just I, download Skype. Yeah. I'm like, going, yeah, that's not happening. And she's, uh, and then, um, oh God, what was it? She was like going, she goes, um, she goes, Apple's the shit. I go, yeah, it is shit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And, and it's funny because I sell, I sell Apple at work and I sell it fairly well. But I per- and I tell customers like, well, do you have any Apple products? No. <laughs> Why not? Don't like it. 
And they go, well, why is it? I'm like, because it's personal preference. Yeah. If you if you like Apple, that's fine. They make excellent hardware. Go right ahead. Because I don't like Apple for a variety of different reasons. Most of them are not because their hardware sucks. No. Yeah. Not at you all. Know, I don't like the Mac because I don't like doing shit. Their way, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm free spirit. <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, <laughs> we weren't even talking about Apple, and it's gonna start some shit. Um, oh, oh, by the way, um, I haven't been able to play it yet, but I downloaded um Vice City for the uh, PSN. Yeah, and that shit. On oh, my next day, I've been working fucking seven days in a row before I get. Oh. That's okay. I got uh the Amazing Spider-Man for Xbox 360 in the mail today from GameFly. Nice. You got like- I thought I'm. I think I'm gonna start. Because I know the games aren't perfect, but I'm, I think I'm just going to start tearing through the linear superhero games. I'm going to get that, and then I'm going to get the new Captain America game, because I heard it was alright. And I'm just going to start tearing through them and get all the fucking achievement points. And just send them back. I don't have time to play the Skyrims and the fucking the RPGs. I just don't have time anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you know? no, that's the same thing. Like, I want to play, like, um, uh, what the fuck? Uh, Star Wars. I want to play the uh, the Old Republic, and then I want to play STO again. And but it's like I don't have time for that shit. So it's like I'm even barely I'm barely eking out time just to do the linear basic video games. Yeah. So it's like you know what? Because I, I was thinking that too. Like going, you know what? I should get GameFly and just rent the games that I wouldn't spend money on. Well, that's what I've been that's what I've been using it for. I, I got GameFly, and I'm like, okay, I wouldn't buy these games because they have no replay value. I don't buy games that don't have replay value because it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, not everybody rolling in that fucking money. All right, <laughs> so okay, I'll rent them all. I'll beat them, send them back. Yeah. Fuck it. You know, then beat off and then send it back. <laughs> that's right. And the graphics for the Amazing Spider-Man game are pretty fucking sick. And I have a 23-inch monitor with a two-millisecond refresh rate, so suck a dick. That's right. <laughs> get, all, get on it, you know. Uh, Put part into it. There you go. Right. Um, so speaking of uh, speaking of comic book and... Speaking of Goblin, not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, speaking of Goblin, Disney's really gobbling on that Star Wars dick right now. Um, so, you know, last last podcast we talked about J.J. Abrams uh, uh, directing Star Wars. Now, they, Disney confirmed that they're going to do standalone movies. So they're kind of, for me, it kind of looks like they're taking a little play out of the Marvel playbook. And um, in between the saga movies, they're going to do standalone films in between. And yeah. feature characters from the Star Wars universe. Now, everybody was wondering, is it going to be just regular universe? Is it going to be prequels? What are we talking about here? So um, so Disney finally confirmed that they were going to do it, which I think is cool. Because we could always use more Star Wars movies. I mean, who who can't, right? Um, I, I know I could use a few. Absolutely. You know, I mean, fuck, if they can split... The fucking Twilight mo- uh, book into two movies. They can definitely give us a standalone Star Wars movie. Um, and a uh, couple of rumors: Han Solo, Boba Fett. That might be uh, mm-hmm. something to check out. You know, I, I'm glad it's those because the very first rumor was Yoda, and I'm like, you know what? We got enough of Yoda in the prequels. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind seeing 
seeing a Yoda flick. Maybe not the first. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe not the first one out the gate. Maybe not the first one, but something like his younger years, like seeing how he, he got started in the Force and all that. That'd be kind of dope, dude. You know what would be kind of cool? Young Lando movie? Yeah. Fucking Kevin Hart playing. Any Lando. I want to see a whole movie dedicated to Lando. <laughs> dude, when I, was li- when I was listening to that Smodcast, dude, they got on this whole rift about Lando. And, like, they go, yeah, you know, he was smooth. And you know if Han wasn't there, Leia would be like, hmm. I've always wanted to get a space black man. That's right. <laughs> Lando would have fucking hit that halfway to Sunday, dude. Let's be honest, you know. You know, even when he starts, like, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, baby, <laughs> come back to my starship. Suddenly, the lights went dim. The candles came up. You know. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I honestly, I know some people are like, oh, what the fuck? They're going to, you know, it's like, shut up. You know what? I I personally, I would I would expect this from Disney and I'm OK with it for now. This this is me, right? It's like you have two options. No, three, three, three possible outcomes that can happen. Right. One, Disney makes a few Star Wars movies and they suck and we forget about them and we go about our business Two. Disney makes these new movies, and they're pretty fucking cool, and we all enjoy them. Three, they do nothing, right? and nothing happens with the franchise at all, and it just dies out. What would you rather? I'd rather have them take a shot at it. And it's not like Disney doesn't have a positive track record. Yeah. They've done science fiction with the, with, the, uh, with the Avengers, and that's something that could have e- just as easily been, dis- been ruined right. as Star Wars. Absolutely. I mean, you know, so and they you know, and they they have Pixar and they're letting Pixar do their thing. They brought back the Muppets. I mean, come on. They, you know. Now, if Lucas said he was making more, I'd be like, You're, no. Yeah. Not at all. Cuz <laughs> he I'm sorry. I respect the man. He made a lot of great shit in his time, but he lost his spark. He just doesn't he doesn't make the quality that he was making back then. Well, if you look at, if you look at Star Wars, the original Star Wars, the character, the the actors themselves had chemistry, and that's what did it. When you have, and then the last two, he had someone else directing him, so he was able to make it more personal to make, you know, yeah. and and that's that's the, that was the problem with the sequels is I mean the prequels was the fact that everybody with the exception of you and McGregor seemed very stilted, you know. Well, the thing too is, and what did he say? I wanted to wait to make the first three until technology caught up to show the visuals. That shouldn't be the focus of the film. Right. I don't care if it's science fiction or not. Look at the original Star Trek series. Yeah. The visuals were fucking horrid. The the original uh, Doctor Who's. Oh, yeah. Horrid. Horrid visuals. But they were still good shows. This is about the characters. Exactly. You know what I mean? And And I think that somewhere down the line, Lucas forgot about that. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, look at this big fucking city i just made cgi and i'm gonna put jar jar binks in the middle of it see i did control p and that shit city came up (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) flips a table (laughs) and you're done exactly exactly uh all right well i think it's time we get into some news let's do it (laughs) i was like as quiet as i I was i was burping man i'm sorry i was like (laughs) so 
this week we couldn't get away from news about the upcoming Justice League film. Late last month, we heard reports that Warner Brothers was actually considered waiting to see how Man of Steel performs before they decided to move along with the big film. After that, Marvel's own Mark Miller thought that Warner Brothers making a Justice League movie was a good way to waste $200 million simply because the characters were out of date. Although, which was the same for Marvel until the Ultimate lines emerged. But, that's neither here nor there. Now, we're hearing reports that Warner Brothers has scrapped the script from Gangster Squad's Will Beale. And if you saw that movie, you <laughs> pretty much know why. Because according to some of the inside sources, they claim it was simply terrible. As of right now, we have no idea what is to become of the comic book tentpole film. Another rumor emerged late last week that when Ben Affleck was approached about directing the movie himself, they were saying that the studio wanted him to play Batman as well. I'm not sure how much credence we can put into that rumor, even though Ben Affleck himself denied that he actually took a meeting about the project. All we know is that there is no script. No director or even a cast. I think Warner Brothers needs to let DC handle the comic book movies themselves and follow the groundwork that Marvel laid out. Who cares if they are copying them? If they put out a good movie, that's all we care about in the end. Right mm -hmm. uh, Right now, don't look for it coming out in 2015 unless some type of miracle happens. It's, it's, it's bullshit because I, I mean I, I thoroughly enjoy – the Marvel movies that have come out. Yeah. But I want to see the DC heroes get some fucking credit. Yeah. You know I mean? They got quality stuff over there. They got quality storytelling. They need to put more faith into the comic book writers themselves. Not right. to write the script. Because right. maybe it's a different... It's a different... It's a different medium. Art form. You know, it, it, it's not written the same way. But they need to be on the project. They need to be talking with them. They need to get advice from them on this is how the character would act. Right. This is, you know, it's it's getting on my nerves. Warner Brothers is such so heavy handed, and they obviously don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, because look at what they did with Green Lantern. I mean, you know, you could tell that was a big studio comic book movie. It had no heart. Everybody in there really didn't fit. But the thing too is that you know you have things like you know, like what Marvel's done. But at the same time, you know why can't we use Paul Dini? You know why can't yeah. we use Bruce Tim to like you know maybe come up with a, a script, even a story of like this is what you should do. You know, they, I mean they exactly. did they did the fucking cartoons. That's you know it's like yeah it's a little different, but come on, look at the fucking animated movies that they did with Superman and the the Dark Knight Returns. I mean, shit. The dark. Oh, no one can touch DC's animated movies. Their animated movies are the shit. Yeah, except for this latest Dark Knight Returns too. I didn't like that much, but yeah. But that's the thing, though, is that they sh it should be the movie should follow the same track, you know, or at least get a director like, you know, Joss Whedon, like what he did with the Avengers. He took the yeah. he took the original script that Zack Penn made and said, okay, I'm gonna kind of ditch a lot of this and write my own. And, and he got it, you know, and I, you're going to tell me that there's no directors out there that are DC fanboys? No. I know. You know, it's like, come on, give me a break. You know, it's like, find a director who is interested in it. Take the meetings with people going, oh, 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 me, I want to do it, I want to do it. You know, I mean, fucking Dis what Disney found a director for the Star Wars movie. You're going to tell me you can't find a director for the Justice League movie? And what confuses me... Is that Warner Brothers is sitting on a gold mine? Yeah, and they they just fuck it up 
with logistics. It's like if they did the Justice League movie right, they would make a stupid amount of money. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, well, the Avengers was sick. I should go check this shit out, too. But even the, even though you know the first one's going to make a ton of money because everybody's going to want to see how DC did. So the yeah. first one is going to make a ton of money regardless. You're not talking about Man of Steel. Because, yeah, you know what? There are not a lot of Superman fans out there. you know. But if word of mouth gets it, that's going to be it. Look at Marvel. Hulk was probably their least profitable movie of all the movies that they made. But you know what? They took a gamble with Thor and fucking Captain America, and those turned out pretty fucking rocking. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Just just let the comic mm-hmm. book. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just let the comic book guys put something together, and then go from there. It shouldn't be that fucking difficult. If you guys can go, you know, if if they can fucking make Twilight movies that have no no heart, no anything, no not even acting experience and make a ton of money, you can do the same thing with a fucking Justice League movie. A million times over. Yeah. We'll see how the Superman one does cuz I think that that's really going to be telling on if they keep going. I mean, they'll make the Justice League movie eventually. Yeah. But we'll we'll see if Superman does really well they'll they'll push Justice League a little faster. Yeah. Because they want to, you know, ride on the coattails, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just, I get frustrated. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, anyways. So GameStop had a few things to say about the rumors of next-gen consoles blocking used games from being used. <laughs> used from used. <laughs> really? Um, That's surprising. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, the retailer feels sales would be significantly diminished if next-gen consoles didn't support used games. They're not GameStop sales. We already know GameStop sales would be significantly diminished. <laughs> but um, sales of the consoles themselves. Uh, quote, we know the desire to purchase a next-generation console would be significantly diminished if new consoles were to prohibit playing pre-owned games, limit limit portability, or not play new physical games. I don't know why they do that. GameStop Vice President of Public and Investor Relations, Matt Hodge, said to Bloomberg, uh, Rumors of Microsoft's next Xbox blocking used games hit pretty hard when GameStop shares dropped 6% due to the news. Yeah. Um, the obvious repercussions of next-gen consoles blocking used games to GameStop would be devastating, more than likely seeing the retailer close down. It's safe to say GameStop has a vested interest in how all this plays out. Keep in mind that this is all rumor, and Microsoft, or Sony for that matter, have con- have neither confirmed nor denied uh, the utilization of used game blocking in next-gen consoles. Analysts almost across the board agree that it won't happen as well. Official statements from both companies will be coming up soon enough with reveals of their next creations set to happen in the coming months. To be honest, if next-gen consoles blocked used games, I would just go back to PC gaming as my only form of gaming entertainment. It's a bit foolish of me to buy a system that lacks such a key functionality that I have used ever since I was a kid. Of course, I don't really see these companies doing this, so it really doesn't matter at this point. We'll report more on this once Microsoft and Sony say something to it. Um, I agree and disagree with, with GameStop. I, I agree that if they made used systems, I think a sizable amount, not the majority, 
but a sizable amount of people would be like me and go, fuck this. I'm, I'm not, I'm not playing this game. Right. With this bullshit. I'll just go to PC gaming, whatever. Or something like that. Um, but I, I think it's all fucking bullshit. I think just people starting rumors because I think the, the companies you'll see stopping the used game stuff is, is not the consoles. It's going to be the video games themselves. You're going to see more, maybe a little bit more of that. You have to pay $10 to access online content, that type of bullshit. Right. Which really is, is an annoyance at this point. Okay. (laughs) You buy, you buy a used game. You play it and you really like it, and if you want to play the online shit, just pay the fucking ten dollars and get over it. Yeah, you know, I understand it from the point of view of the company that we're not making any money on this. Yeah, they kind of already made their money, but I get it. You know what I mean? It's whatever. Yeah, but I I don't think the next gen consoles are gonna utilize anything like that. Um. Yeah. I mean, I did a I did a I did a post earlier in the week. Talking about, you know, Microsoft potentially having a, you know, connect to the internet to play, um, uh, you know, previously owned games. Um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm of the same idea. Like, I don't really think that they're gonna go headlong and 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 actually do it. At least not in this incarnation. Uh, yeah. It would be it would be such a hit to really every you know to the the gaming thing in general, and especially when you already have a soft market for gaming as it is right now. You really gonna <laughs> you really gonna try that? So I think they're just gonna push more of the digital, like buying things digitally. Yeah, because that's that's an underhanded way of stopping the sale of used games. Because yeah. if you get people more used to Oh, I don't have to. Because listen, people keep going. Oh, no, most people aren't going to buy games digitally. Why? Everyone's doing it with their movies now. They're doing it with their music now. Why is it so difficult to think people won't do it with games? Sure, you don't get a box. Who gives a fuck? Right. Most people don't care about that. I don't care about that. I right. don't care if I get a box. The thing I care about is pricing. Yeah. So I can buy um, Halo Four digitally for 60 bucks i can buy it for 60 bucks in the store i can also buy it used at gamestop for cheaper you know right. or sometimes you get special shit in the case or a collector's edition or blah 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 blah, blah. but it's i think they're gonna go more with that they want to do the digital content and they'll just keep doing the little ten dollar fucking online ticket thing yeah yeah i mean that yeah the whole online pass I, I think it's probably their best option at this point. I don't really see it actually progressing beyond that, especially being so close to. And and at that time too, everybody would be like, "Well, if that's the case, then I'm just gonna stick with my PS3 until they stop making shit for it." And I you guarantee know? you, if one of the co- we're not even putting Nintendo in this, but if one <laughs> of the two companies says yes, we're gonna block used games, the other one won't do it. Yeah. If if Sony says. We're, our consoles do block used games because we want you to have the full blah, 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 whatever the bullshit reason is, mm-hmm. then Microsoft's going to go, oh, well, we don't block used games, so come buy our console, and then you can buy all the games you fucking want. Yeah. I guarantee it. Both of them doing it won't happen. These people aren't stupid. Like, yeah. people think all companies are dumb. They're not fucking making billions of dollars a year because they're stupid. 
Right. You know. So. Well, that's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, late last year, we brought uh, you guys news that Xbox, I mean Xbox, <laughs> Redbox was partnering up with uh, Verizon to start offering their own streaming service, you know, to rival Netflix. Yep. Well, while they're planning to offer it on smartphones and tablets, they knew they needed something huge, like my dick, to uh, <laughs> make it competitive. It looks like they found it in Microsoft. Major Nelson announced last week that uh, Redbox Instant by Verizon will be coming to Xbox 360 in the near future. Current Redbox Instant beta participants will receive an email with a code to access the app for on their console soon. If you like to request being a beta tester, then you can request entry on their site, which we have a link for at thelazygeeks.com. Uh, their subscription packages are pretty damn responsible and remind me of the old days of Netflix. You can rent DVDs and stream for eight bucks a month and nine bucks for Blu-ray. You even get a four one-night rental credits a month and unlimited streaming. Sound really familiar, Netflix? Now the project is currently in beta and the initial release will be exclusive to only Xbox, but it will only be a matter of time before we start talking about this release for the app on the PlayStation. Um, I'm kind of excited about this because. Netflix is cool, yeah, I but can, it's got... I, I can hear your boner right now. Well, you know, yeah. that's for other reasons. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kind of excited because Netflix has been getting a little stale with the new releases lately. Yeah. You know, they lost a lot of agreements with a lot of big companies. And I, mean, I still love Netflix. The only people who really watch Netflix in my house anymore are my kids. Yeah. They, there's a lot of kid shows on it, but I don't really... There's nothing there for me to watch. There's tons of shit for me to watch, but I don't want to watch it. Right. You know, I can only watch old school shit for so long. And and the one thing that I want is to not have to watch everything a season behind. That would be nice. Yeah. You know. Well, like, um, because, you know, like, I have the Netflix disc um, um, rentals and and John has the Netflix streaming. Um, And, you know, we're still getting more advantage out of this, out of my DVDs because they are fa- re- relatively new, but I get them a lot faster than they come onto streaming. And although House of Cards, pretty fucking cool. You got to watch that show. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, and the cool thing that I like, if they kind of do content and that kind of quality that they have for that show, I like the fact that they throw out all the episodes at one time. Didn't they have a show with the dude from Sopranos? Yeah, like Lily, the- Lily Hammer. Yeah, they're... The- that, yeah, they did two seasons. I think they're doing another one right now. And um, he, is, he is one of the ugliest men I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, but you know, it's going to be a long stretch for them to do stuff like that. But right now, anytime we go on there and check, it's like Enterprise. Like I'm watching Enterprise again. Um, uh, shit that I basically TV shows that I don't have on DVD. That's all that I'm watching on there. But. And so, what do you? Oh yeah, they. Well, we keep. We're just. We're just. We're really running on the Microsoft bandwagon today, right? Hey, what are you gonna do? I know. So <laughs> this this motherfucker. <laughs> this shit intrigued me on a on a couple of different levels, but so Microsoft has a lot in common with Google in terms of online services these days. They're both email providers, and now that Bing has been out for a while, they both have robust search engines. 
most of the Office Suite is now available for use online uh, in your web browser at no cost, just like Google Docs and the like. It's becoming quite clear that the two companies are at odds, and Microsoft's Scroogled ad campaign in the is the latest. Oh, I spelled that wrong in the <laughs> article. Is the latest of Microsoft's call to action against Google. Uh, the main topic here is privacy, and the two ads, which are on the LazyGeeks.com in the article, you can check out the ads. Um, point out that Google isn't concerned with it, <laughs> so Google's not concerned with privacy. Um, the term Scroogled is used to describe when Google reads your personal emails to cater the ads on the page to you specifically. This is a practice that most, 88%, according to Microsoft, would disprove of. Microsoft also says that 70% of people who use Google don't even know that they are doing it, and there is no way to opt out. That's not 70% no way to opt out. There is no way to opt out. Um, What of Microsoft's privacy practices, though? Microsoft's TOS isn't too far off from Google's in respect to privacy, and it could be argued that assuming that assuming Microsoft does the same thing is a valid action. A recent article in the Wall Street Journal suggests that they do the very same thing. Microsoft has since gone on record to confirm that they do not practice the same invasion and don't scan subject lines of people's emails for the sake of advertisement. Okay, this next paragraph is is kind of just my personal thing with Microsoft, so you know, take it or leave it. Uh, personally, I moved away from Google and back to Microsoft about a year ago. I use Microsoft's email service as well as their web-based office suite when not at home. I also prefer Bing to Google and find it gives me better search results nine times out of ten, uh, and I use SkyDrive for everything. While I may be a bit biased towards Microsoft at this point, I feel they must be doing something right if that's what I'm using. Privacy practices aside, people should take a second look at what they have to offer. I really don't know why I put that in there. <laughs> but take a look. You know, <laughs> What are you going to do? Um, while I don't enjoy losing my privacy, it isn't really happening the way Microsoft is letting on. There isn't any team of people reading your email in a split second to choose an ad for you in that same second. The Bestiality. Boom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> The logistics of something like that give me a headache just trying to work out. It's in a logarithm that calculates keywords in your email to cater the ad for you. Essentially, it's the Google search engine, but only being used to search their ad database. While I don't think this is something that is necessary, it also isn't as malicious as it looks. What these ads do is make what the Microsoft ads do is make privacy a selling point for those that find it important to them. Most people are just going to think that Google is reading their email, and that's the end of it. The ads, while mostly funny, are putting the Google name in a bad light and attaching it to something no one wants, smear campaigning at its finest. So I think it's ingenious because most people aren't going to go, oh, it's just in a logarithm. Right. Because I instantly say, oh, it's just in a logarithm. Now, the problem with in a logarithm is in a logarithm has no, if you want to say heart so basically if you're talking about oh um (laughs) you're like you you get an email about grandma passing away and you say something about she loved to i'm gonna miss her she really liked to bake me cookies all the time Hmm. and it picks up cookies it's gonna throw an ad out yeah, Mrs. Best Fields. chocolate chip cookies <laughs> in the world. You know, obviously that's in poor taste. Yeah, but chips I mean, ahoy. Yeah, 
<laughs> best cookies you've ever eaten. Your grandma sucks. <laughs> and then the end, like, Jesus. Um, That's worst case scenario, but you know. Right, right. Um, while I do feel that Google should have um, a way to opt out of that, um, but no one really cares because no one reads the fucking ads on Google. Who reads ads? Seriously, I don't know how they make so much money with advertising. I never read fucking ads. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. I, I, it's the same thing with me because, like, you know, like like when you use like Chrome, and then suddenly your web searches all of a sudden start appearing. Like, oh, you were looking at, you know, you know, you were looking at flaming dildos. Now suddenly, you know, your favorite website has ads for them on the side. You're like, what the fuck, you know? But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I never, I know, I never really, I've never clicked on an ad on a website and go, ooh, that looks interesting, and clicked on it. So, I don't know. It, it's it's weird, but it's it's just, Microsoft is not really stretching the truth, but they're, they're making it, they're blowing it out of proportion, yeah. but it doesn't matter, because they're, they're putting Google in a bad light, and people are traditionally simple when it comes to this. They're just going to be like... My privacy? Harumph, harumph, harumph. Yeah, harumph, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I just, I, the ads are hilarious, though. I mean, if you haven't seen them, just go to lazygeeks.com, look for the article. It's hilarious. Just type in Scroogle <laughs> in the search on the Lazy Geeks, and it'll come up. Well, if you talk about a, somebody that's getting Scroogled. Oh, um, it's starting to become a regular routine when DC Comics cancels more and more comics. CBM is reporting that uh, six more titles are going under the axe this coming May. Deathstroke, The Fury of Firestorm, The Nuclear Man, The Ravagers, The Savage Hawkman, Sword of Sorcery, and Team 7 will be ending their runs this coming May as DC has decided to cancel each and every one of them. Uh, it was only last month when DC confirmed that they had canceled four titles, like I, Vampire, and DC Universe Presents. Well, we know a few replacement titles are Justice League of America, Vibe, Katana, and Zack Snyder's Man of Steel. There still leaves a few open slots. One of the biggest surprises for me was The Ravagers, because that was released when Earth 2 and World's Finest was. So that was pretty quick. However, DC isn't wasting time to develop a following, I guess. I guess they're just simply going by numbers. And I guess that's the nature of the beast. Yeah, it, they've been cutting a lot of shit. But honestly, it hasn't really hit me too hard yet because they cut shit I don't read. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it, it must be I thought, telling. I, I thought Savage Hawkman was doing better than, than that, but obviously. I heard from what I've read, Savage Hawkman was doing well at first, and then it really fizzled out. Like, mm. almost everyone stopped reading it. <laughs> even the editors. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> even the writers. The writers don't even read it. No, I, it's it's um, you know, DC's main thing right now is is trimming the fat. So if you're not performing, I think they just get out. Yeah. And then they have other ideas that they'll come out with and see if those take. But the the problem is, is that most people are just going to want to read the superhero comics. They're not going to want to read the offbeat ones. Yeah. Or the or the heroes that might not everybody knows. You know, they're going to be like, okay, I'm going to read Batman, obviously. Right. So we'll have eight Batman titles. So we'll have eight Batman titles, which I think is dumb as shit. <laughs> I don't understand how we can have a Batman and a Batman and Robin. Yeah. And Robin is never 
yeah referenced in, in Batman. Like or or like, or in the Dark Knight, Batman the Dark Knight. Yeah. So like, does Robin only work on like Wednesdays and Fridays? Like yeah. I'm I'm confused. Yes. You know? The other stories take place when when Robin is like you know in school or you know yeah you know visiting the priests you know stuff like that. Um, <laughs> or being fucking lame. Yeah. I'm not a Robin fan, but. But the um, thing though is like you have what you have Batman you have now Batman International or Batman Corporation Corp I don't know what whatever that Batman Incorporated Incorporated that's it I knew it was one of the two uh, the Dark Knight Batman and Robin it, Detective Comics it's like good lord dude sexy time Batman yeah <laughs> so too Detective Comics Malibu House Batman you know <laughs> it's funny how. Action comics isn't always about Superman, but Detective Comics is always about Batman. Right. Throw some other shit in it, just some noir shit. You know what I mean? Like, mix it up. Detective Comics doesn't always have to be about Batman. Right. You know, like I would love to see like just Detective Comics. I think eighteen's be like just comes out and it's fucking it's a break from Batman. We're just watching like a like a noir thing like in in the thirties, like Private Eye shit. Yeah. Like. Go back to the roots real quick. Do something different. Yeah. I mean, I know Batman is a moneymaker, but you already got fucking so many Batman books. I know. And now they have just – I mean, they're going to – you know, they're, I mean, now what? Justice League, Justice League Dark, Justice League of America. Now what are you going to have? Justice League of, uh, you know, uh, South America, you know, Justice League of, you know, um, Abadabajan or something like that. You're, it's going to be like – Justice League of Sri Lanka. Yeah. Because you're going to – because, like, it's going to happen the same thing with Marvel because you have Avengers, Secret Avengers, New Avengers, you know, uh, so- Sweet and Saucy Avengers, you know. It's that- <laughs> Actually, that might be from something else. Sweet but. Saucy Avengers. Um, was Sasha Gray in that one? Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe. The, the, uh, they cut Secret Avengers, didn't they? I think the final yeah, issue the, comes out this week. Yeah, the Secret Avengers is fun. It was cut for the whole Marvel Now thing, but yeah. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. Let's, uh, let's move to the last bit here. Um, John Schaefer, the designer behind Civilization V, has announced that he will he will start up a new independent studio in Michigan named Confier Games, I guess C O N F I E R. A forty thousand dollar Kickstarter has started to get John Schaefer's At the Gates, the studio's first project, up and running. At the Gates puts players at the end of the Roman Empire left to control one of the barbarian nations. The turn-based strategy game will have players fighting against the elements and their fellow nations surrounding him. Um, quote, I really believe that At The Gates is pretty important for the future of strategy gaming. Oh, excuse me, Schaefer said in a Kickstarter video. <laughs> but he's just going to change the world real quick. Yeah. Um, Hold on, while I do this real quick. Yeah. yeah. Not because it's going to be a humongous title that sells millions of copies, but because it shows that smaller titles can still have the same amount of depth as much bigger and more expensive games. Well, it's turn-based strategy. I mean, I love turn-based strategy games, but I mean, <laughs> you don't need a big budget with a turn-based strategy game. Whatever. I'm, now I'm just... I'm really excited about the game, too, and I'm fucking dogging on it. Um, currently, the Kickstarter has a little shy of 14,000 and around 370 backers with an end date of March 8th. That was like a couple days ago, so I don't know what it has now. The game itself is set to release for the PC in 2014. There were mixed reviews when Civilization V came out, and I have to admit, while I enjoyed certain aspects of the game, I liked Civilization IV a bit better. 
With that said, you couldn't deny the talent behind the game and the fresh take on the series itself. It's going it's going to be interesting to see what comes from this new studio and how At the Gates turns out. So I'm pretty excited about it because Civilization Five. Honestly, I think I liked Civ Four better because I've played hundreds of hours of Civ Four, and I didn't really play Civ Five that much mm-hmm. because I didn't get it because I was so used to Civ Four. I mean, that doesn't mean that Civ Four is the obviously better game, and I just I just didn't, you know, I I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, from what I played of Civ Five, and I played a fair amount of it. You could tell that he he had big ideas, and he and they were good ideas. I mean, one one major idea was in Civ Four and all the other civilizations, you could stack units. You could have like a hundred units on one square all together, and they'd yeah. all fight as one. In Civ um, Five, it was more like a board game. You couldn't stack units anymore, and that dramatically changed the way you had to play the game. So you could have like ground units. Um, or melee units surrounding a city, and then you could have archery units behind them, and they could attack to. It, it was interesting, you know. It was more like a game of risk, and um, you know, a lot of that's going to play off into his other games. But I just mm-hmm. I like when new studios come out and to see what they do, and I like how everyone's using Kickstarter now. Yeah, because it's like the best way to get you. Because if you if you don't get funded by Kickstarter, you obviously ain't doing something right. I know. You can't get enough to start then. You fucked. You fucked. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, on that note, we're go let's uh hit up uh the short new releases that we have. The stand the standouts um this week for new releases. Uh this weekend, for those of you you know that really want a romantic movie for this Valentine's Day weekend, a good day to die hard hits theaters. That's uh, all you right there. Yeah, yeah, that's all me right there. And uh coming out on Tuesday, Skyfall on um, Blu ray and D V D, which is actually really good. Never saw it. I, I actually really, really enjoyed it. Good James Bond movie. Um what for me, standouts for me was uh, <laughs> Skyrim Dragonborn comes out for the PS3. So, what? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you don't have to wait any longer, PS3 fans. Yeah, no one are like, oh, the net PlayStation Network is going down for maintenance that I day. Surprised? I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, and I put in Batman for the comic book titles. Just they're kind of wrapping up the. Uh, we just fucking talked about how many Batman titles they have, but. Um, they're wrapping up the uh, Death in the Family storyline. It was really good. It was really good. I thought so, you were just going to say Batman in general, just Batman. Just Batman. <laughs> but it, it, there really is no new release. It's just Batman in general is a badass. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, rolling right into comic Alex. releases. So for DC this week, uh, Amy Comi Girls 5 of 5 featuring Supergirl. What? That's right. That's coming out. Batgirl 17, Batman 17, Batman and Robin 17, <laughs> Batman Akam Unhinged 11. Um, before Watchmen Comedian 5 of 6. You know what? I, I don't want to upset anybody, but this before Watchmen shit, I'm going to be happy when I don't have to read it off anymore. I know, right? Um, Deathstroke 17, Demon Knight 17, um, Django Unchained 2 of 6, comic tie-in for you. Um, Green Lantern, the animated series 11, Katana 1, 
Ravages 9, Sasa Country 12. So I think Sasa Country is one of those ones that's getting cut. Yeah, so is um, Ravagers and <laughs> Deathstroke. All those other ones, too. Um, Suicide Squad 17, Superboy 17, Team 7 5, and Threshold 3. Yeah, well, it, technically, Green Lantern, the animated series, wouldn't the comic books be an animated series? Don't, 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 <laughs> don't do that. Don't overthink it. Don't fourth wall it. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Just saying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In Marvel, Age of Apocalypse number 12, Avengers Arena number 4, Avengers Assemble number 12, speaking of Avengers, <laughs> yeah. uh, Cable and X-Force 4, uh, on Monday or today, we actually have a preview of that um, issue out there. Uh, Dark Tower, The Gunslinger, Shimi's Tale, Two of Two, Fantastic Four, Number Four, F- Fury Max, Number Nine. Sounds like a maxi pad. Um, Avengers Universe, The Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Number Eleven, uh, Powers Bureau, Number One, Scarlet Spider, Number Fourteen, Secret Avengers, Number One, Ultimate Comics, X Men, Number Twenty Two, Uncanny X Men, Number One. Uh, Wolverine and the X Men. Uh, Wolverine and the X Men number twenty five, X Men number forty one. Final issue. Extreme X Men number ten. Oh shit! Yeah. Extreme. <laughs> there was X Men, but then there were Extreme X Men. Exactly. No wonder X Men's on its final issue. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I I looked it up. The At the Gates uh, Kickstarter for his new studio. Is fully um, uh, funded at forty four thousand eight hundred nine dollars currently. So you're welcome. So uh, in Boom Comics, Bravest Warrior five or six, Garfield ten, pick that up. Um, Grace Randolph's Super Superbia. Yeah, I guess so. Four. Don't get it because I can't pronounce it. Um, Planet of the Apes special one. All right, in Dark Horse, we have BPRD, Hell on Earth, number 104, The Abyss of Time, part 202, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, season 9, number 18, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, oh, that's uh, another variant, uh, Creepy Comics, number 11, Curse of Dracula, hardcover, um, X Sanguine, number 5, Star Wars, number 2, Strain, 11, and To Hell You Ride, number 3 of 5. To hell you ride. Sounds like a biker gang name. I know. Um, in Dynamite, looking at Bionic Man versus Bionic Woman two, a little domestic violence there. <laughs> um, Evil Ernie four, Goth Enos's Battlefield four of six. Uh, that's the Fallen Rise of Anna Karkova part one. Uh, Anna Karnakova. <laughs> I was about to say that too. Yeah, I know. Um, Jim Butch's The Dresden Files, Ghoul Goblin two of six. Kevin Smith's The Bionic Man 16. I guess that one isn't smacking Bionic Woman around. <laughs> um, Pathfinder 5. Red Sonya Unchained 1 of 4. And Warlord of Mars Deja Thoris number 22. In IDW, Ghostbusters number 1. Yeah! Highways number 2 of 4. Mars Attacks number 7. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, number one. You're... <laughs> I'm picking that up. I'm picking that up. Uh, Popeye, number 10. Transformers, Regeneration 1, number 88. And True Blood, number 9. And an image, uh, America's Got Powers, 5 of 6. That sounds funny. Um, Bed- Bedlam, 4. 
Change 3 of 4, Clone 4, Elephant Men number 46, End Times of Bram and Ben 2 of 4, Fatal 12, Hoax Hunters 7, Manhattan Projects 9, Morning Glory 24, Peter Panzer Fox. What? (laughs) Peter Panzer (laughs) Fox number 9. Some some fucking fascist shit. I don't know what that is. Uh, Storm, Storm Dogs number three and six. It's the commies! <laughs> Todd, the ugliest kid on earth, two of four. Now, if the title doesn't sell you. I know, right? Um, Walking Dead, one of seven. And Walking Dead, the governor special. They have too many Walking Deads, too. Yeah, I know. They have a lot of Walking Deads. Uh, if you want to see the complete list of new releases, check out the website, thelazygeeks.com, every Sunday for movies, DVDs, video games, Netflix streaming, and, of course, comics. All right, so our main topic today, how about I let you explain it? So the main topic today is a review of Office 365. So Office 365 is the, is a ver- particular version of the new Microsoft Office suite. Um, Microsoft Office suite is in 2013 now, but Office 365 is a little different. So it's an annual fee you pay every year. The benefit of that is you always have the most up-to-date Office. So in theory, being <laughs> that it's in the beginning... If they come out with Office like 2016, you'll get 2016 with Office 365. So you'll never really have to buy it again. You just keep paying the annual fee. Um, And it comes with everything. You get Word, Excel, PowerPoint, OneNote, Outlook, Publisher, and Access. You also get... um, Blowjob? I wish. Um, 20, 20 gigs extra, 20 gigs additional space on your Microsoft um, account SkyDrive. So if you have just the SkyDrive free 7 gigs, you'll get have 27 gigs um, of online space. You also get 60 minutes of Skype uh, calling per month for free. What? That's right. Don't don't undersell it. All right? That's an hour. <laughs> just saying. Um, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to briefly talk about... Not really three six five because I kind of just explained it to you, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about Office, like how wh- what they've done to Office because it is it is a a bit of a change, but not too big of a change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, because like I use two, um, I was using uh, two ten, and uh, to to be honest, it it for me. You know, using 2010 and then getting 360, getting 2013, I thought it was a huge difference. I thought, you know, just the interface was a little cleaner. Although, and we did talk about this when we first started fucking around with it. When you first see it, it's like looking at the surface of the sun. Exactly. You almost get a 10. You look like Richard Dreyfuss in... Close Encounters, when he gets kind of red when the the, sh- the ship hits the side of his face, you kind of get that. That fucker is bright. But uh, it, it did take a little bit. I, I, it did. The changes to it were, a lot of it was really cool. I liked the interface. Um, I'm not so sure about the whole, you know, logging into your live because of the whole SkyDrive thing. But, you know, you don't have to use it. But, you know, I did it just simply because you know, wanted to test out the full capability. Mm-hmm. But, 
you know, it, I forgot how much I because in 2010 I didn't have Outlook. I forgot how much I enjoyed Outlook. Um, because I have well with the Lazy Geeks email and then my personal email, you know, it, it all funnel into one, so I don't have to keep fucking logging in and logging out into different shit or looking at my phone and. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it, I really enjoyed that. So it really reminded me of how much I like Outlook. But uh, like using Word, I use Excel a lot, and um, Excel was just a lot cleaner, a lot smoother. It's just, um, I think we talked about uh, when you do the uh, uh, the snap screens. Yeah, and like the new Microsoft just like slides it over it's a lot cleaner when it when it um when it moves over into that snap screen it's not quite of as um jarring and the biggest no the biggest thing with excel for me and i forget exactly what they call it but basically in excel if you haven't used it (laughs) i used to use it for a lot of jobs that i worked at but you do a lot of copying pasting yeah okay you're you're copying data to put into it and it always comes up fucked up it's no. all over the place. So the new Excel, it has where it, it recognizes patterns, mm. not only in the date and numbers, but it recognizes patterns in words too. So it can, it's not a hundred percent all the time, but it is a million times better than it used to be. Yeah. Where it's it goes over a little bit cleaner because it's always you copy and paste a bunch of shit into Excel and then you get to spend twenty fucking minutes right. reorganizing everything. So it doesn't do that anymore. That's always good. Yeah, because um, I actually use it for um, for doing schedules and stuff like that, and it just it's a lot cleaner as it sets it up. And there's like, you know, even when you're just clicking on boxes, it does like that little jump. You know, yeah. it, it 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 sounds silly. It might sound silly to a lot of people, but it's actually kind of cool because like, well, yeah, same like Adam. I used to use it at a well, I still do in a lot of other jobs that I that I did. So. It really is kind of cool to see it not quite as, how do you say, um, burdening. It's just, it's, it's advancing. It's, it's, Excel is smarter now, basically. What we were talking about earlier there was, um, what were we, it was about um, load times. That it just seems to load a lot faster now, which is nice. Yeah, because like, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking with it right now just to kind of. Office always was like, stat it and then go make a cup of tea and come back. Like it was just ridiculous. It wasn't that bad, but it just it took forever to open it. Like even just Word. Yeah. Um, a lot of other things like with across all of them, well, Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, the one you're making shit with. Um, the stat screen is nice. So basically, you have like the most used um templates will be there uh you can search through from the statue you search through what's on your sky drive uh what's on your computer um and then you can access you can access the um the templates not only for the program that you're in but the ones for all the other ones too straight from that screen but i think that that overall connectivity is great um the ultimate connection to sky drive is amazing i mean you you could you you use SkyDrive like it's on your hard drive with Office, which which to me is great because I'm constantly moving shit around. Um, what else? What else did I like? <laughs> um, you power 
PowerPoint has a presentation view now. I don't know if you've checked this out. No, I haven't actually used PowerPoint. Um, so basically, on your computer, so you're doing a PowerPoint. It's projected onto fucking the wall. And now on your screen, you're not just looking at the slide anymore. Like you, you see the slide, and then on the top, on the top corner, there's the next slide. So you're kind of, it gives you a little bit more, you know what's going to happen. Um, and then this, you know, it's just cleaner. It's just cleaner looking. And then, and then Word had the read view. Yeah. So if you, if you read through like a huge Word document, you can hit read view and it takes all the clutter away and, and all that. And, and that's pretty slick. Yeah. That, that I did like. I liked that one. Yeah. I noticed I was playing around with that, uh, that, uh, review screen. It takes, yeah, it took a lot of shit out. Yeah. And then, ooh, one of the biggest things for me in Word was now when you want to put, like, an image. And I used to have this problem when I was in high school. I was doing fucking reports and shit. When you want to put an image into Word, into your document, it lines it up for you now. So it looks clean. Like, it lines it up with all the words. I remember when you used to put an image in Word and your entire document was fucked. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's – you never got it straight. It took you forever. Now there's, like, guide bars and everything looks great. You know, so there's that. Uh, OneNote didn't really change. No, OneNote pretty much stayed exactly the same, which was okay because I didn't really – it didn't really need to change. Yeah, it didn't really. I mean, we we use OneNote for the podcast the entire time because it's easier for us to update update show notes, and then we all can kind of see where the other person's at. I suggest everyone take a look at OneNote. Yeah. If if you if just you can use OneNote is amazing. It's my favorite productivity software. Right. I, I plus, love it. Plus, I have it. You can you can download um, an app for it on your on your phone, and. Yep. Um, Awesome thing about that too is yeah it updates um, it updates with it so yeah so like sometimes when I'm when I'm out and I'm thinking oh this would be good for the podcast I'll go into OneNote on my phone and add it in there and, and it comes right up and it comes right up so it's actually it's really cool to, to I think that has the best especially if you're working with a group of people you know like putting something like this together or you're you know um, putting a report oh this would be good and then you can add it to it so it makes it easier for everybody it's like oh that's a good idea. Or yeah, you know what? Nice try. We're not talking yeah. about we're not gonna talk about boobs in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? You know, I know. Just, um I haven't I have Outlook <laughs> and and I haven't really got a chance to fuck with it. Um I know that now it allows you to I, I, I wanted to say this because I wanted to see if you messed with it at all. Yeah. Where you can peek at your calendar and your contacts and your to do without having to change screens. Which sounds like that would increase productivity. You don't really have to. You can stay on the same screen. Have you fucked with that yet? Um, I was looking at the. Yeah, I was looking at it because on the bottom. Yeah, on the bottom of the um, task, I see. You know, yeah, you can hover over calendar and it'll pop up and like kind of like Google Calendar where it highlights the day. Then it says like like it says you have nothing scheduled today. And then um, I can hover over people and it'll you know you can have a listing of your favorite people. And I just pulled up Outlook up. Yeah, and um, tasks. So yeah, I mean it's it, and one of the things I liked about this one is just it seemed to be a lot more refined. Um, 
you know, I have on here, I have both the Lazy Geeks and my personal email on here. And um, everything seems to work pretty fine, except for the syncing issue is still a little bit of an annoyance. Like, I'll get it on my phone way before I get it on here. And um, Yeah, and that's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. But the... I really want to try... Now, come April, I might be getting that Windows phone. And I really oh, yeah. want to see how it looks on the Windows phone. Um, and and really check that out. I like the like the OneNote app for um for Android, which I've used. But I hear that the Outlook app, which is basically your your email client on the phone, there there is no other email client, right. is pretty badass for um for the phone. And then having Word in, Word in there, I don't. Do you have Excel on a Windows phone? Um, not that I've seen. No, I don't have. Uh, and if you if you do, would you ever use it? Probably Cause not, because that's a tiny screen to be doing some fucking Excel shit on. I know, especially if you're gonna try to do a formula, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll be fucking up. You're like some God, not some, and then autocorrect. But fuck you up. <laughs> Spell God check. Damn it! <laughs> I said some, not some. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> Why does God hate me? <laughs> Why does God hate me? <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean I've been um I, I I like it because that's like I've been using um uh Outlook on on my laptop mostly for the reason of just simply being able to have them on there cuz I I've been you know when I do news articles and stuff of like that I don't like reading on my email on my phone and then plus yeah. logging in and logging out. <laughs> It's just annoying. I mean, it got so bad where I would have Chrome for like my personal, and then the Lazy Geeks on like uh, IE or something like that. And then I would log in there to check it out on there. So, no, I agree. Um, I completely hmm. agree. But uh, yeah, I mean, so far I've been pretty uh, pretty impressed with it. It re- it looks like they're really kind of starting to get the hang. Of everything, yeah, and then full integration with Windows 8 as well, yeah, um, which is something that Steve doesn't know about. <laughs> um, but like Outlook is integrated with the Windows 8 notifications, which is nice. So if I have Outlook up, and wherever I'm at, it will pop up. Do do do. You have an email, you know, and which is cool, right? Because I've I've got my emails under control now, so it's not going do 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 do. <laughs> you know that fucking spam mail, you know. Yeah. Oh man, I speaking of spam mail, it was so bad. I I like stumbled when I I I went to the Apple store. What? Yeah. So, I used to Podcast I is over. <laughs> I was uh I had, you know, remember those old Skull Candy ear earbuds I had for my um iPod? I love Skull but Skull Candy earbuds. <laughs> And uh, but the problem was is that they would flare out so much when you're you know when you're like have them in your when you have them in your ear like the the excess would just kind of flare out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when it's cold and shit, I would always have my hood up, and every time I move it, it'll pop it out. So it was irritating the fuck out of me. It's been cold lately, and I keep my hood up, and even with my collar shirt, it keeps knocking things out. So then I thought, well, fuck, maybe I should just end up going back and getting the earbuds for the iPods because I threw my old ones out. <laughs> I thought because then they'll just sit closer. 
So I went into I went in there and I got the new earbuds, the ones that are like designed to kind of look kind of like your ear. You know, they fit in. They fit in nice and sounds all right. But uh, the girl's like, okay, you know, she goes, okay, well, and she's doing it on her iPhone, you know, chart, ringing you up. And she's like, would you like me to email the address for you? I mean, email you, email you the receipt? And I was like, yeah. She goes, your email address? And I'm like, it, it, and my mind was going to come out my, my regular Gmail account. I'm like, no, oh, no, uh, blah, 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 yahoo.com. I'm like that's yeah. yeah, it's like no, my spam goes there. That's where all my spam shit. I would have gave her the Microsoft account. <laughs> oh yeah. Face bitch. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, sit there and go at CompuServe edu <laughs> <laughs> At ShareNet, bitch. <laughs> at Netscape. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, no, overall I I'm I've always see I've always had that love hate relationship with Office. But I'm actually really digging the way it looks now. Office is one of those things that if you really take the time to work with it and figure out everything it does, there you you start realizing the reason why it's so fucking popular. Office can do so many things. I mean, and when you get Office 365, which I personally think is the best, the best deal out of all the versions, um, you get uh, you get everything. I mean, publisher's great, you, you know, you want to make fucking pamphlets, you want to write a book, do whatever the fuck you got to do. Right. Um, access, eh, not not most people are going to want to use Access. Yeah. I think Access is good for Steve because he could make an Access, like, database for all the fucking DVDs he owns. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but that's a project on itself. I'm going to hire somebody <laughs> to type all that in. The... Uh, but, of course, the basic Word, Excel, PowerPoint... Um, they're just amazing. And also, I wanted to mention this. Um, if you, there is an Office 365 University Edition, so if you're a student in college, um, you can buy the University Edition, and it's not an annual fee. It, you get it for four years, and it's only eighty dollars. Wow, that's good. And you get you get. I don't think you get everything, everything, but you get pretty much everything that you're gonna need. Probably so, not access. <laughs> probably not access. So definitely go check that out if you're a student because that's definitely a great deal. It's something Microsoft's doing for uh, for students, and I think that's really cool. Microsoft's always been pretty connected with education and stuff. Yeah. So, and oh, Office 365 works for either version, university, or whatever. Oh no, university is only for two computers. So the normal Office 365 is for five computers, and it's either PC or Mac. It doesn't matter because wow. you just download it from the yeah. fucking website. Um, pretty badass. Yeah. So, word. All right. All right. Well, that, um, yeah, I think, yeah, this whole thing was all about fucking Microsoft, wasn't it? <laughs> this whole podcast. That's right. <laughs> Sucking on Microsoft's teat. That's all right. <laughs> all right. We all got, we all got to suck a teat. So yeah, just, it's true. Just pick one and start sucking. <laughs> Alright, I think it's time we get into some uh, douchebaggery. Yes, so my douchebag runner-up, I couldn't find one, I'm going to be completely honest with everybody. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I put the planet Earth for lame weather douchebaggery. So what the fuck? (laughs) A A big hurricane hits the East Coast. Right. Devastates, devastates. 
Especially if you lived in New fucking Jersey or New York City. <laughs> God, God really hated New Jersey, man. Yeah. <laughs> most most people agreed. Yeah. So fuck Snooky. Yeah. <laughs> they were probably at the shore at that time. Yeah, I know, right? So this happens, devastates. I think they just cleaned up some of it. Right. And then this big ass fucking blizzard happens. I saw the uh, blizzard. They showed it from space. This thing looked like it was just going fuck you. <laughs> like. Just what the fuck, man? Like, what's really going on? I know. When I saw that, too, I was like, going, fuck, they got that hurricane last year, and then now this. It's like, fuck, man. And then there's supposed to be another – they're going to get hit with another snowstorm by next weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, fuck. And, it like, one of the people I work with used to live in New York, and she's just was – she said she moved here because she hated the fucking winters over there. She goes, it lasts, like, six fucking months. And um, she's they do and, yeah and she's like going yeah she was I mean we get snow up until like April it's like it's ridiculous <laughs> and you know like and then like because you know you uh, people that know you know people that know you know Adam grew up in in, in Boston and uh, so like I was telling him wish you were in Boston yesterday <laughs> not at all and then his response was great he goes well we did have a light breeze here in Arizona. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, we picked up a bit. It picked up. It was cold. Yeah, we had a we had a bit of a rain for about an hour here in L.A. So yeah, but it's a little chilly. It was a little chilly. It was forty eight degrees outside. I mean, it's fuck. Yeah, it was fifty three today, and last night we had a frost warning, which was it was actually it was actually kind of chilly yesterday here in Arizona. I was fucking cold. Yeah, when Adam gets cold, that means you know it's cold. Well, the thing is, is that there's no fucking humidity here. So it's like bone chilling fucking cold. So if it's like fifty, it feels like it's negative ten <laughs> as soon as just a slight gust of wind hits you. You're like, oh it's kinda chilly up or whatever. <sighs> fuck What the fuck <laughs> <laughs> When you enter ice planet zero <laughs> All of a sudden you're lighting shit on fire, like you're freaking out. It's cold, man. Quick give me the kid I was setting on fire. <laughs> I'm gonna burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I know, dude. The fucking northeast, dude. Somebody's somebody's pissed. <laughs> Telling you. Uh, all right, for my uh, <laughs> oh, you, you tweaked my uh, <laughs> my douchebag runner-up. Uh, my douchebag runner-up was uh, Sony, and according to according to Adam, for being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I did that. Yeah. <laughs> So, as for Sony, they believe that the reason for slow growth of the PlayStation Vita was due to marketing. Really? That's what you guys are going with? Sony. That was the reason. Yeah. Sony EVP and Chief Financial Officer Masaru Kato said, Now, one thing, one thing clear for us is in terms of profitability. We have to do a better job in promoting the PlayStation Vita mobile product. He continued, How do we do that? Well, gaming business software is the name of the game. So as a fundamental measure, we are putting a lot of resources, not just first party, but we're about also asking third parties to put out more attractive software. Overall, he believes that Sony didn't do a good enough job to get people to purchase the device. And I think he's only half right. I truly think uh, I truly don't think promoting the device is the issue, but I do think that pricing of the um, 
uh, of the device was the issue, and the support and support is key. Much like Nintendo, you can release a device and a couple of games for it, but if you don't have constantly, if you don't constantly have something uh, made for the device, no one will buy it. At this point, mm. I think a price cut would help, but if they had a vast library um, for the device and being close to a year, I think people would be buying it regardless of the price. Support your device is the issue, not how many commercials or print ads you have for it. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he, you know, he did touch on, you know, not supporting the device enough, but the whole crux of it was, yeah, well, we we needed to to really market it a little bit better. It's like, no, you didn't. The device everyone knew everyone knew the Vita was out. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knew the Vita was out. Everybody had been waiting for it, and then all of a sudden there was the price. And then the shit just got real after that. Then everybody was like, oh, cool. And the people that could afford it got it and then sold it like later. It's like you're selling such an expensive device when everyone is recovering from a recession. Like a lot of people just got a new job. They're not not making as much money. And everyone in America is still in that mindset of I need to fucking not spend my money like a douchebag. Yeah. You know, and I wanted the Vita. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, that's a dope device. But then when I saw the price, I'm like, I can't, I can't be that irresponsible. I can't buy something so fucking expensive. And at the same time, you have to start justifying it. And then when the only real thing out there was Uncharted, it's like, yeah, it's really worth it just for that game. And they, even now, I mean, people are saying, oh, well, now they have the, uh, the fucking Assassin's Creed game and the Battlefield game. Okay, three fucking games. Yeah. It's still and when and how long is it going to take till those get old? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but two linear two linear games in a first person shooter. Well, golly, <laughs> you know, right? Let, let me hop on that fucking bandwagon. Well, you probably are wondering who could top that Nintendo. Um, now that just makes all kinds of sense. <laughs> um, now this this isn't it's. It's not douchebagging in, like, the idea. It's just in kind of the short-sightedness. I, Adam and I kind of had a discussion on this one, but we both kind of agreed that it's a little closed-minded, especially on a company that's new device isn't necessarily setting things on fire. Um, uh, we've been very... Other than itself. Yeah. <laughs> we've been very critical of Nintendo and their lack of innovation with the latest console, the Wii U. And while boasting a few extra enhancements, it's weird that the device is more expensive to purchase since most of the technology is in its touchscreen gamepad. Now, Nintendo has been called a lot of things lately, but closed-minded is something I never truly believed until I heard Nintendo president Satoru um, Iwata told the investors. When asked if traditional gaming platforms like the Wii U would be replaced by other initiatives like um, cloud gaming, he answered with an emphatic no. His chief belief is latency. He believes that latency issues will be the full reason why console gaming will never die. This is a bold statement considering, you know, you know, you got, um, you know, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, companies like Steam that are doing okay with online gaming. But the thing is, is that I don't particularly believe latency is the full issue. To, to, to basically say, oh, it's never going to happen because of latency. You have latency in console games. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you've had you, 
glitches are the worst in console games. You know, how many games have you played where suddenly you're stuck in a corner and you can't get out? And you're just saying, why? Why? Yeah, yeah, why, God? Why? <laughs> <laughs> why have you forsaken me? <laughs> Here's a quote. For, um, uh, for some highly interactive games, action games in particular, the time required to reflect the, um, to reflect the push of a button on the screen is critical, and the frame rate determines the fluidity of the movement, he said. This means that there are some types of games that can be put on the internet and others that cannot. Name one. <laughs> yeah. I mean... What game can't be streamed? Yeah, I mean... Tell me that. Exactly, because, you know, let's be honest. Latency on a Mario game is probably not as bad as, like, on Call of Duty. Or yeah. Battlefield. You know, I, I just... I don't necessarily see that. And um, here's another quote. There are many things that cloud gaming cannot do by design... But this fact has not been communicated well to the public, and I find it strange that many people claim that cloud gaming is the future. To me, it just seems like an ass-backward kind of denial. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like a cop-out. Yeah. Like, we're not going to do it, so it's, it's not – it's just making sense. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> I, to, to me, in my view – is the fact that, yeah, I think, you know, I mean, you're going to have more cloud gaming, you know, type of stuff. I mean, right now we're just simply downloading games to our consoles and playing them on that. But that doesn't mean just because you have a console means a game's going to run any more perfect. You know, right. a, you, you know, the Red Ring of Death and all of that good stuff. It's it, To me, it just seems like a way to say, hey, this is not going to happen. We're not going to do this. But at the same time... We're clinging to the hopes that console gaming will never go away. And to, to be honest, I think console, console gaming won't go away, but it will, it will go from cartridges to just streaming shit online. Did you say cartridges? It may have, because it's Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> um... The discs. I mean, this is this is what I see happening. I see consoles being in existence for a very long time. Um, the whole streaming games, stuff like that. It's it, it's going to happen. It's I don't think it's going to fully replace, but it's going to happen. Sony has already purchased uh, Gaikai, right. the streaming streaming video game service. They're obviously looking into that. Um, if Sony does it, Microsoft's going to try it. Everyone's going to try it. Nintendo will try it, too. It'll be two years too late, <laughs> but they'll try it anyway. Um, the thing that bugs me is that Nintendo Nintendo used to be such an innovator. Yeah. And, and now they just seem to be making excuses as to why they don't want to innovate. And they innovate... But in things that people didn't really want. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want a big-ass controller with a touchscreen in the middle of it. Now, it might work out fine. It might be fun or whatever. But I never – I don't – it's not an idea like, like the Connect. I never – there's a difference between never wanted it and never knew I wanted it. Right. And that's innovation. Yeah. Like the Connect. I never knew I wanted that. Oh, wait. Look at all the shit I can do with it. 
this is fucking badass. Right. That's what most people say. I kind of don't connect on my thing. But that doesn't mean I don't respect it as a technology. The the touchscreen thing, while I think some parts of it are interesting, <laughs> I just won something. <laughs> I'm going to mute that phone. Um, I don't know. It's just typical. And the sad thing is it's typical Nintendo yeah. lately. They just act stupid. And, and they can redeem themselves by doing one thing. By remaking the um, Zelda Link to the Past game. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was wondering. It was, it's always going to come back to Zelda. Redemption. Redemption's in the horizon. If that can happen. They are remaking Wind Waker. Hmm. Why they picked that one to remake. As opposed to the other ones. I have no idea. But um, Where Nintendo really shines for me. Is their portable. Portable market. Hmm. Um, I think the the. What what are they on now? DS, DSi, DSi, uh, 3DS. I think the 3DS is the shit, and I think they have strong fucking titles on it, and they, it makes it, it makes the Vita look like an embarrassing attempt. To be honest, I mean, yeah, the Vita is a more powerful device, but pound for pound games wise, the 3DS kills it. I mean, they have such big time fucking games on there. Right, Pokemon motherfucker yeah right so it's like i don't know that's really that's really all i have to say i just think nintendo is is sometimes they just need to not make comments <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so let's balance this out with some uh epicness Who epic we... epic epic be phrased <laughs> oh my god i haven't heard that in a while I said it. Epic people. Um, it's funny because I made these people the epic, but I put it as a news story too, and I didn't even realize I did this. <laughs> so you're going to hear about it all over again. Absolutely. Um, the, the epic person of the week, um, or two weeks now. Um, oh right, yeah. Is 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 Microsoft for the Scrooge campaign? Um, I just think it's ingenious. I I think it's uh. <laughs> it's it's a funny, interesting way for Microsoft to go, hey, look at us. We're here too. <laughs> you know, fuck these guys. Because if you really think about it, where did it, where did most people come from when they switched to Google years ago? Yeah. Microsoft. They came from they came from Microsoft. And back then, Microsoft was bullshit. Fucking Hotmail was a joke. MSN was all fucked up. You know, just everything was jacked up now. Now it's not like that. Everything's improved. Everything looks clean. Outlook.com's a shit. Like I don't know if you've you've been there yet, yeah. but it's it's really clean. You know, it, it, there are ads, but it's just on the sidebar, and and all the colors match, and everything looks good. You know, so I think that this whole, you know, it's a funny, it's funny. You know, it gets on the comedy bit with the with the ads because they're just over the top. But it, I think it was a clever way to really just get people to second-guess Google, not think they're God. Because a lot of people that I talk to think Google can do no wrong. And oh, yeah. no company's like that. No company on the planet is like that. They're all fucking trying to steal your money. So, I don't know. I just think, I just think it's interesting. Well, what are your thoughts on the Scroogle campaign? Um, well, like anything, you know, you you try to you know, make it a little bigger than it is. But the whole point of the thing is to cause is to cause doubt. And I think, right. you know, 
it, it's a good way to kind of say, hey, check us out. We're, you know, we're different. But at the same th- time, remind you of something that, you know, kind of still goes on. So mm-hmm. for me, the whole thing is, is it, it, it's all marketing. Yeah, it's funny. But at the same time, you know, it, it's kind of true. But, you know, you just kind of want to remind people, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, you didn't like Google for all this crap. Now it's time to check us out. You know. Right. So, yeah, I, I have to I have to agree with you. Um, and uh, as far as as far as everything goes, you know, it's like I've still always been leery of Google. But at the same time, I've had I've had a Hotmail account. I've had all that MSN shit. And I got away from that simply because I didn't want to deal with it. That's why I have a Yahoo account. <laughs> I mean, for crying out loud. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. so much better. Yeah, I know. Now, now it's just my spam account, which I don't check very often. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I totally agree. I think I think it's funny, but at the same time, yeah, you kind of remember that stuff, and that, that's always what you need. You get people, oh yeah, huh? Well, maybe I'll check them out now. That's all you need. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like I have a Gmail account, which is my my spam account. Mm-hmm. Now it used to be my main account. And it's just become my spam account because I use I, – I, it was funny because I started the, the Microsoft account, and that was just – I needed it for Xbox Live. That's oh, the right. only reason I started it. And then oh, – why did I start using it more? Oh, because it's more professional looking. It wasn't as – it wasn't goofy. Like it didn't have my gamer tag attached to it like Gmail did. And then I just – I just liked the interface better. Like when it was – before it was Outlook.com, I didn't like it. I didn't like the Hotmail. It was cluttered right. and it looked stupid. Like I oh, I know. Like it. It's so tough to navigate that thing. Yeah, and as soon as they changed to Outlook.com, I haven't looked back. It's fucking pimp. But to each his own. Right. You know. It, but the uh, it's going to be interesting to see Google's little response if they make one hmm. to the Scroogle campaign. I'll probably um, make something asinine. Because if you notice, like, Google used to be cool because they would innovate. Like, they made so much different shit. And then they had a couple failed attempts, like Google Wave, which was an interesting idea, but it, it failed. Right. And then, um, what was Buzz. the other thing? Buzz. Buzz. Buzz was not an interesting attempt, and it was a waste <laughs> of my time. Um, I still think Google Plus is pretty cool, although I don't see a major push to it. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't mean to. I don't. I don't want it to sound like I follow the pack, but with a social network, I kind of got to be where the people are. Yeah. You know. So, um, it would be interesting to see if Microsoft started their own social network. I highly doubt they would ever. Oh do yeah. That. No, I don't think at this point anyone would really try it unless they have. Unless they know. Look, Google's trying it. It's not doing so well. We have to have something. What is it going to be? You know. Bouncing titties. Yeah, okay, everybody will be there. Well, that's all right. Yeah. I think, actually, let me go to Bing real quick, because I remember there was, like, a Bing social, but I don't remember what it was. Probably an aggregate. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. (laughs) All right, well, while he's doing that, let's go hit our two site comments this week, both in dealing with the Justice League. So, X-Men expert... In commenting on uh, Mark Milner's comments about uh, Justice League movie being a waste of two hundred million dollars, 
I think he's right, though. At the very least, DC is going about it backwards. They need to focus on making good solo movies first. Go straight to a team movie will be a disaster. It won't make nearly as much, I think it's meant to say money, as it could. And going up against the Avengers, it'll look even worse. And I, I kind of agree with that. The fact that, you know, it won't be quite as established and, you know, you're putting together a first film without fleshing out any of the other characters so it would probably be uneven because the best thing about the avengers was everybody jumped into it and we all knew the characters we all knew their backstories Mm -hmm. so i think that just made it a lot more solid so i i have to agree with him on that one um the next one is mitch which adam liked uh talking about the justice league uh script being scrapped if it's scrapped can we read it i don't understand why this movie is so hard to make and uh yeah we kind of covered that earlier it shouldn't be that hard no it shouldn't it shouldn't be that difficult and you know and adam knows that i'm you know i'm a marvel fanboy but i would so see a justice league movie i don't care fuck yeah i would see it i mean just you know, it's like anybody anybody who's a self-respecting comic book fan would see a Justice League movie. I don't give a shit. Whether you talk shit about it, I, it that doesn't matter. You still would go see it. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, uh, by the way, uh-huh. Bing Social. So if you just go to bing.com slash social, it's it's still just a search, but it searches um, Facebook and Twitter. Mm. And it's real time. It keeps going. So I put in the Lazy Geeks and all our shit came up. And it just keeps cycling through shit. It's kind of cool. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, whatever. I'm different. <laughs> um, and I closed it. So, what are we doing? We're doing the. Cl- I want to do the closing. You want to do the closing? All right. Let's do it. Um. Oh wait, I gotta make it bigger so I can read it. <laughs> I'm already fucking up. So before we head out, we want to remind you: if you want to read more about these stories we talked about, you can check them all out on our website. TheLazyGeeks.com. Uh, be sure to like us on Facebook or add us to your circles on Google Plus that we are never on. <laughs> hey, we I think we Facebook. should just stop the Google Plus, dude. <laughs> dude, every other week you're like, we should say, oh, we should do a little more. I'm gonna do the Google Plus, and that's that's the that's the that's the the problem. That, that's where lies the problem. I'm never gonna do it because <laughs> there's no one there. <laughs> I was doing it for a little bit, and I just felt like I was talking to a wall. Um, anyway, follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks, um, or at the Lazy Geeks, or at Lazy underscore Nomad, or at Lazy underscore Sapien, which you're never on. Which I'm never on. Um, when I get a phone, I'll get on it. I guess <laughs> I don't have a phone right now, though. Um, it's stupid to run home after everything <laughs> happened and then start saying shit on Twitter. That doesn't make any sense. Um, you can even email us. We do have one of those. Yeah. At the lazy or the lazy geeks at compuserve dot net. <laughs> the lazy geeks at gmail dot com. Um, if we lazy- we would have a compuserve. Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, the lazy geeks theme provided by Kevin McLeod. It's about time for us to check out. Please be sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Tell us the good, the bad, and the sexy. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, much like Mitch and uh, X-Men, X-Men. X-Men Expert over here, we may read it on the podcast. 
you fucking celebrity, you know? Uh, remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. But until next week. I'll peace out. Oh, wait, wait.